another episode of the YNK Podcast. Yeah! Ladies and germs, we have a very special guest this week. You may know him back in the day for his frat guy YouTube videos, but he went on to be a big movie star, starring in films such as 22 Jump Street, The King of Staten Island, and his show The Real Bros of Simi Valley. Give it up for Jimmy Tatro, this week on the YNK Podcast. My voice cracked. It's an exciting day at the ranch. We have a long time, before Steve's were Steve's, a long time Steve here, a guy who, I don't know how or why we got connected out of the gate. Do you remember how we got connected out of the gate? It's just like on we the internet. We were both in New Orleans and we both just like- It was just like Twitter, like, yo. Yeah, we were just like both, uh, you know, college, college guys. Yeah. I want to fucking, I want to actually start with this. I'll cut you off because we were talking. We haven't seen each other. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Let's leave this for the podcast. Um, I want to give you your roses while you're here. Before okay. you're married or dead. And okay. I can't contact you any longer. Um, as I reflected in the shower, it's a reflection period for me when I'm in the shower. Okay. Ask these guys, I'm in there 20 to 40 minutes. Depending Is that on, where you map out the whole, the whole mm-hmm. pod? Not even, just day-to-day life. A lot of, lot of genuine thoughts in there. How to many the, showers you take a day? Yesterday, I took three. I had a rough day. <laughs> I had a rough day. It's been half. You have seemed more reflective lately. I am. Yeah. I am. I'm very reflective. And uh, it's, it's interesting. I've gone into a, a phase of adulthood. We'll get into this, too. I wanted to gauge your adulthood and where you are. We're just talking about dogs. We'll, we'll go there. Yeah. But I want to give you your roses to your face. As I reflected on Jimmy Tetra, one, the entity, two, the friend, Three, the, the Steve, you know, like the guy who would come to shows early in Air Lab. We're going to rehash some of our show experiences as well. Um, I reflected on it and I was like, wow. I just had a conversation with Mike Posner and I had a similar kind of epiphany, for lack of a better word. Um, and I was like, man, Jimmy played a part in like inspiring how I got started. And I'll tell you why. Because I was kind of like a an idiot in regards to like the internet and like what the fuck was going on in the internet. Like I wasn't a a tuber by any means. Like I wasn't like on YouTube, (laughs) whatever. I say, I do say tuber. I will. I'll give you that. This guy is, he is the tube guy. He fucking made his, he made his mark on the tube. Anyways, um, didn't, wasn't aware of like what was going on there exactly. Like I didn't like guys like you that existed. And really what happened was I got injured somehow like was like yeah i want to rap well as i was injured and then became aware of this like music scene on the internet it was like a youtube music scene that like i didn't know like at that point where i was from i'm just listening to like you know at that point drake was just coming out like lil wayne had no idea there was this like youtube huge platform and like channel to people Mm. so i see guys like mac miller i i went to duke with mike posner I started to see that, that like this was actually an avenue and a thing that could be a real thing. And I remember coming across your shit very early. Like you were popping in my my perspective and you were popping anyway in general. But like I was just somehow around the same time I started to be like, hey, I'm going to use, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to let shit fly on YouTube, you know, and like start, see what, see what happens, you know. Mm. But I came across your shit, saw the success right away. And automatically was like, oh, that's like never, that's like a regular dude, you know what I mean? Like mm. you were like in your fucking dorm room, right? Yeah, yeah. When you started, on, yeah. literally in your dorm room and or your your frat house, whatever you wherever you were yeah. at that time. Um, but I can say I remember vividly seeing a few and like watching maybe an hour of shit, and I was like, I don't do comedy or anything in that realm, but it just gave me a sense of like, right doable yeah you know what i mean like this is a regular duties in college it's not fancy like i mean i think that's how it starts for like that's kind of how it started for me too is like i saw someone on youtube and my friend was like this dude's making four hundred thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. and i saw this guy's videos and i was like these are trash mm-hmm. like i could do this yeah and that's I all it took started doing it like it was just seeing someone else doing it and knowing it's like a thing you can do Right. And similar to you, like this guy didn't make anything similar to me. He did he did music, you know, and he was just doing like weird like parody kind of things and stuff like that. And I was just like, 
this is weird, and I feel like I could do something. I hate this, but I love it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I like the business model of what you're doing, not what you're putting out, but I could do a version of this. Right. And that was like when I got started is just because I saw that. So it's funny how that kind of breaks down. Yeah, and I like thought about it. I actually had that thought today. I was like, wow, there's actually validity in that. Two, more of roses for you. We, you asked me like, hey, because we're, we're moving. This is the last fucking non-resident to step foot in Stevenson Ranch, correct? Outside of movers. Wow. How fitting. How fitting. Um, but s- played a part in the inspiration for my next move. Um, How's that? Saw your, saw your fucking little expedition with your lady. Oh, my camper van. Actually, actually commented and was Instagram, like was DMing you like, I'm fucking jealous. I was like sending you like, drop me a pin. Where is this? <laughs> You know me. I'm not a fucking L.A. guy. You know what I mean? Like, I make music in my fucking house. If I'm partying, I invite girls here and we fucking play beer pong till failure. I'm not like, yo, let's go to Delilah, grab a few drinks, and then hop. You know what I mean? Like, it's never been something that, like, moved me. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So at some point, there was always, there was never, like, a a mark on the calendar, but there was, like, a back of my head knowing I'm I'm leaving. I'm I'm not going to stay in L.A. forever, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, And as I've... As things progressed, like it started to make a lot more logistical sense to like, you know, started some other businesses with some new money and new revenue and like staying here, getting hammered on taxes, one. Mm. Two, feeling like I was just like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I hang out with my buddies in my house. Like we don't need to be. You can do that anywhere. I could do that anywhere. And that's kind of what this whole pandemic has kind of solidified is just the... I don't know. I've been such a city boy my whole life. I've mm-hmm. lived in L.A. my whole life except for college. Mm-hmm. Where are you I've, from? I'm from here. I grew up in Venice. So I've been, like, you know, in the city my whole life. Went to college in Arizona, which, you know, is not somewhere I'm going to live. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, the whole the whole pandemic is just I've been avoiding cities at all costs right mm-hmm. now. And, like, I've really fell in love with, you know, just the – great outdoors you know i'm like camper vanning around and just like you realize how beautiful america is fucking nuts and it's it's insane like even the california coast alone you're going up the california coast you have everything you have you have these beautiful forests that go into the water you have like these long beaches you have it's like you see everything just on the california coast and then you start like you know we did this whole road trip there was probably like three hours of driving that wasn't absolutely beautiful and it was like going through washington at some point Mm -hmm. and then we get to these like crazy fields with these yellow flowers it just looked like a blanket of yellow and it's like your 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 fucking instagram looked like a travel tumblr i know i was like i was living i was living on pinterest for a little bit you were someone someone in my fantasy leagues right now their name is their their team name is jimmy's pinterest board (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude i was like captivated by it um and dude we've like we've had, I've had that knowledge because of touring. Right. You know what I mean? Like I've got to see a lot of the country, like weird spots. Mm-hmm. Like Mike Stud, the uh, you know college born. That's where like it really was born in college towns and shit. But were so you we, like fully like capitalizing on the places you were, not. or were you just going like hotel party show party? That's exactly what we we're back doing. to the bus, you know. <laughs> Because yeah. like that, I did, I went to some weird places on my stand up tours, but I never really got to see them. Totally. I was also solo though, so like that was oh, yeah. definitely a more dark experience, like than having yeah. your, your friends with. Totally, you. totally. It uh, you're exactly right. Like I I definitely like I can't wait to tour again because right. I'm like I've already I've just evolved a lot as like a person. Like I didn't really even have like a thirst for like, wow, it's beautiful. Let's go check that out. You right. know, like I would just be like, oh cool, who's got the joint? You know what right. I mean? And like. Where we, you know, like it was literally just like surviving, to yeah. the, surviving the day to get to the night, <laughs> right? To party, perform. Yeah. Score. Now you're gonna go. You're gonna be like, you know, you're gonna be like, well, we gotta hit, yeah, the Grand Tetons before <laughs> we do this show. I'm gonna have to. Take- so we gotta carve out. Maybe we do the show the next night <laughs> because I want to see Yellowstone. I want to see the yeah. fucking geyser. <laughs> I'm gonna need your. I'm gonna need you as a point of reference on oh, that. Oh, dude, so. I got I got wrecks for days right now. I know. So, were you only on the West Coast? No, um, I went up 
California coast, Oregon, um, Washington, um, Montana, Montana for a week, and then down through Yellowstone, Jackson Hole. Um, oh, yeah. Like Zion. Oh, and yeah. And I had done a ro another road trip like a few weeks or like a month prior where I did like uh, Zion, Lake Powell, like all that stuff. And what was what was the inspiration for this? Like it was because of the quarantine, just being like, I can't be in the house like in LA. Like Yeah, it was that. And uh, initially it was like my my girlfriend's friend was like, um, they they rented these camper vans and they were like, you guys should come to Lake Powell. So we're like, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. That sounds fun. Mm -hmm. um, and so we like, that kind of opened our eyes to the camper vans. And I was like, I didn't even know this was like a thing. So we found these camper vans in like Arizona, this place, Boho. It's mm -hmm. great. Shout out Boho. <laughs> you guys. Got the check, Boho. <laughs> um, but that kind of like, opened my eyes to this whole world all of a sudden i'm following all these van accounts you know i'm like <laughs> you're getting served ads <laughs> yeah constantly. i'm like deep in my my whole explore page is just vans yeah. and stuff build outs i'm talking Sick. build outs with people <laughs> and uh that was so much fun that like the second we're on our way back we're like we should do this we gotta do this yeah again. we should do this again and then it was just like month-long trip to montana so how long did this trip range it was what First one was like a week. Mm -hmm. Second one was like three weeks. So three weeks, you and your girl in a van traveling. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you that's how you figure shit out though. You know what I mean? That's yeah. how you figure shit out. Like yeah. and and honestly, I've been to I, my ex there was points in time where that made a lot of sense. We did shit like that. It was fucking amazing. Like that's how you get really get to know motherfuckers. And you see them like not just when they get to point B, the trap, like from point A to point B, you know what I mean? Like all those mundane middle parts of the day where right. you're like just fucking. So what is it? Uh, two beds or just one bed in the back? Like what? Is so there's this sprinter van and I almost feel bad talking about it because I feel like I'm like blowing up the whole camper van people's spot. <laughs> like in a good like, way or a bad way? I feel like in a, in, in a bad way for them where they're like, this was our little community and now it's all fucking mainstream. Oh, I think they want the biz. Yeah. I mean, these, like that, that company that, that did the van I, that I shouted out, they're thriving right yeah. now. They're fucking killing it. Oh, they want people more. are building out vans than ever before right now. Yeah. It looks um, sick. Like, it looks sick. I've, I'm, I'm going to do it. Some of them are so cool. Yeah. Like, some of them... You, you know, I can show you some of my stuff that I follow, some of my uh, my, <laughs> yeah. my van my van pages. I'm gonna need access, man. Yeah, but there's some like super cool stuff. People doing these like customizations. They got like, these wooden interiors. And, yeah, like, just vibed out like tile kitchens. You know, like a little mini kitchen with tiles. It's sick. To finish the point, I uh, was watching that. Like, you know, had these crazy. I was just like, man, I want to get the, this. Feels like the right time to like start thinking about leaving. You know, like it was. A time of reflection mm -hmm. um and saw what you were doing was loving it and we're thinking you know we're going to move to nashville this is like it's a lot of our stuff's headed in that direction even musically and like songs i'm writing and also just like some of the businesses we're doing it makes a lot of sense there oh, like i thought you were saying like you shipped a lot of your stuff to nash like a lot of our stuff is headed in that direction no 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 like i think we're going there like a yeah, lot no. of my couch is going to nashville my couch my bed's will be. going to nashville. actually weirdly enough it will be there. actually my speakers are going to colorado so we're trying to figure <laughs> out and then fuck you sent all that other stuff to utah so we're kind of there's, we're a, little, all over there's the a little validity in that though because <laughs> I we're headed to Nashville, um, like that's where we're gonna land, but there isn't. We're having trouble finding like the right house. Might have to build, which will take a year or so. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, dude, I'm. I kind of want to do a road trip, man. Like I kind of wanna. And our road trip is, you know, it's it's, it's a, an extreme road trip in the sense, of, like when I say road trip, we're gonna like live in different places every two months. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So mm -hmm. like, that's how I feel like I could actually really get the experiences like because if i go for like four or five days we usually end up partying calling a few girls time goes by we don't really get to see a ton of shit do a ton of shit mm -hmm. um so we're headed uh we're headed we're gonna do like four or five places before we land in nashville on the shit that some of our fun. stuff will be in nashville it is headed to nashville to wait for us right and then we're gonna kind of travel it and rough it around. like i got four guys with me you know but leaning into like we're doing a bunch of like content shit i'm staying independent up until 
until we know when touring is again, mm -hmm. which is kind of a, a pivot given what we've been going through. But you inspired, as I thought today, it made it obvious and clear to me that I needed to go hit the road. So I wanted to give you your roses, sir, wow. at, at the beginning of this. I'm happy to I'm happy to be a part of that, man. It's been a uh it's been a fucking journey. Uh we're gonna talk about I mean, we should probably talk about it out of the gate. You're from California, went to Arizona. Mm-hmm. I know you've given the story about your YouTube beginning and how it's just been really dope as guys, as we've gotten older and I get to watch, you know, and I obviously pay attention to guys who ever followed us and I love watching and seeing progression. I remember talking to you in New Orleans, even back then. What year was that? 2014? Like 2013. 2013, yeah. yeah. Um, I remember you talking about it Damn, then. It seven years ago. How crazy. Like we've known each other for like seven, eight years. Wow. It's fucking nuts. Um, remember thinking back then and you talking about it and just being like, yeah, you were already shooting. You were in New Orleans shooting a fucking shooting movie. I was shooting 22 Jump Street. 22 Jump Street, yeah. which is a fucking, you know, huge thing to be a part of at that time. Yeah, that was, You yeah. were already aware, you were already. That was like the peak of my college guyness. College guyness? Yeah. yeah, we'll get into it. Me too. <laughs> I actually can't say that's been the peak. I've, I've, I transcended. Uh -huh. Now I'm slowly going over the other side of the. The mountaintop. To the, the adult side? Onto the adult side, yeah. That's I think good. So. I think so. Yeah. Um, it's debatable if you broke down the stats of how I break, use my time, but, you know, it's either here, <laughs> it's either here nor there. <laughs> but, uh, dude, you were talking, you were already like, yeah, you know, you were so conscious and aware of, like, yeah, YouTube was where I began, and it's time, you know, you're parlaying it into something more. Mm -hmm. And just to watch you do it and have the success you've had has been fucking dope. Right. It's been really fucking dope to watch. Yeah. Um, now I know you, there's been there's a lot of shit going on. This new shit, the real bros shit, is like a YouTube. It's ironic because it's like lives on YouTube TV, correct? Is that how? It started on YouTube. Like started on YouTube. Started as a series we just did. And you just did it independent, independently, more or less. Or yeah, so like you know, um, we really wanted to like Christian and I were really into the idea of parodying like a reality show. Yeah. At the time, it was like. I was just so blown away by all the reality shows and it, like all the different cities that the Real Housewives shows mm -hmm. took place in. And, and all once blooming. we saw like you know Real Housewives of like Potomac or whatever the it was like it was like <laughs> what, what are you guys even doing? And we were like we have to spoof this. And I had done this video like how to make how to like make a reality show where we basically wrote a video that was you know nothing happened. Mm -hmm. It was just I show up at someone's house. <laughs> I like drop off a, their bat that they left and then I leave. And nothing ever fine. happened. Nothing happened. And then <laughs> I say, this is the reality show version. And I take that exact footage and I recut it and added dramatic music and I blurred out a peace sign to make it look like I was flipping them off <laughs> and like did all these little things. And it was just like, that is reality TV. It's yeah. taking this library of content that you've filmed over yeah. the course of two months mm -hmm. and making it into something it's not. Yeah. You're using reaction shots from different points of time. Like you can literally string anything together. Exactly. So that was the concept of season one. Was like nothing happens, you know. And we're just gonna like we're out of cups. Zoom, boom, boom, like dramatic music. We're out of cups. Holy shit. And this is you doing it, kind of you and your guys. Kind so of this is like YouTube. me and Christian wrote it. I just financed the whole thing. Yeah. We shot the whole thing in two days. I directed it with my boy, Michael Gallagher, mm -hmm. who I was working a lot with. He had a production company. So like all the videos that I didn't really know how to produce, I would bring him on mm -hmm. and his production company would like make it look legit and everything. Right. So uh, we did four episodes, you know, it was supposed to be three. I think, you know, one of them got divided into two mm -hmm. and, you know, it cost me like a little over 20K. I knew I wasn't going to make that money back. Right. But it was just to... That was like the balance. It was like, I'll pay a lot of money for some of these videos I want to make, and then we'll make some cheaper ones right. so that it can continue to be a profitable business. Right. So the four episodes came out on YouTube, and then that was kind of that. And it wasn't like I was not thinking about doing a season two. It was just not you what I was sure. thinking about at the time. Right. I was working on pitching other shows. Um, my network came to me and was like, hey, we think we can sell this to Facebook. Like type up like a little outline. So we typed up a little outline, gave it to them based on season one and the outline, Facebook bought it. 
they took it from it was going to be like a smaller thing, and then they said they wanted to make a bigger, a bigger thing. Isn't it a crazy time to be a creative? Like it's the content gold rush right now. It really is. Yeah, it really that's, is. That's what I. And call you're it. at the fucking forefront of it, really, genuinely, because mm -hmm. you've you've done it. And why I asked, like, shout out Christian, because I know he's been your guy. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of synergies in this. Like, I've been doing it independently the whole time. You know, we've been able to scale. Like, I have the same guys we've always. I remember going to your house. When was that? We had a party on what? July. Was that 4th of July? 4th of July. I got fucked up. That was, like, the last time I saw last you. Last time I, I saw you, which is kind of sad. You brought over your, your chug, bud. And my my roommate loves that thing. <laughs> I gotta get you. I'll get you some new ones. He was he, he like for like weeks after. He'd be like, "Yo, check this out." <laughs> and that part on, on a parting gift, I'm gonna give you some chug buds. Bring right. back to the boys. I, I got I got a t-shirt for you. I got some some see me high merch for sick, you. Sick, sick. Um, um, so now what? Your season? You're in what? The finale of season three. Season three comes out Friday, September what 25th. And it's a really like, dude. And so basically season two, you know, was supposed to be 10 to 12 minutes mm -hmm. and ended up being closer to like 15 to 20. Which is close to what a TV. Right. And then season, season three, we're like, let's just do it, you know, full length episodes. Everyone's main complaint of season two was episodes are too short. Too short. So like, that's a great complaint. Great let's problem. do it longer. So, um, you know, we made it like, you know, 50, like it was, first season was like 150. 50 minutes mm -hmm. this season's like 220 230 or wow. something so we uh they gave us two x or one extra day of shooting um so that was cool <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah and and it's uh it was supposed to be 10 episodes one of the episodes came out to 40 minutes i divided it into two yep. it was a perfect break point so you're um, direct so you're producing directing kind of you, you obviously i broke. directed all of i've directed every wow. episode it's amazing yeah, it's bro. fun i like to you know I've been so I'm so hands on with this. It's I yeah. almost wish I was less hands on, but no. I remember I, when I went to your house, we were fucked up. Went to your house, like you know, look at the whiteboard. You had a whole fucking whiteboard of ideas, and you could tell that you guys were meticulously. I think oh, yeah. since the YouTube days, that's been your your mo. It's just like yeah, organize it. You're a writer first, mm -hmm. and then kind of you've grown and learned how to. It's it's wild to see. It's really great. This, like what I'm getting at is. Have you reflected on how uh, reflection again? Have, have you reflected on like how, yeah, on how, like, dude, it's really hard to garner attention at the scale that you're doing it at. Not only like across projects, across almost a decade of time now, where when you put your your heart and your effort into something, and you know your passion, obviously, what you're good at, and then it's received. Mm -hmm just over and over and over again very yeah. well not just like i'm sure you feel you know like there's so much more to do obviously yeah. you know you're very young and especially in the realm that you're in i mean the way i look at it is kind of like you know you're climbing a mountain and you don't really know where the top of the mountain's at and you're aware you're making progress but when your head's down and you just keep moving your feet you're not really seeing how much progress you're making you're just thinking i gotta keep going mm, keep every going, now and then man. When you get discouraged, it's nice to take a look back, look at the view, see how far you've come. Easy to get caught up in the view and get content with where you're at. Mm. When you see how beautiful it is and how far you've come, you can enjoy those moments from time to time. But then you got to put your head back down and Absolutely. keep going if you want to eventually get to where you need to go. You know you're talking to the keep going guy, right? I do. I know your thing is keep going. And as I was saying that, I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, his thing is keep no, going. No, that's what I'm getting at. Your, your, uh, your story, and, and as I watch it just as an outsider, just being a buddy and watching it, it's what it looks like, man. It's what it looks like. It looks like you, you know, I want to make sure you're taking a second to take in the view, which is as I watched your Instagram and saw it, like it, it felt like that's what you were doing. Kyle. I was, yeah, that was, it was, you know, yeah, a rare moment where I was like, okay, maybe I've been looking at the view a little too much. Yeah. But it's also at the same point, this is the perfect time to do that. If you are fortunate enough to be able to do that without like stressing, you know, I'm very fortunate to still be making money and stuff like that. Of course. During all this crazy, you know, craziness. Of course. So like being in that position now is a good time for, you know, an actor or someone that, you know, does something like I do to to take those moments where you don't usually have that time. You know, usually you have to rush and 
Absolutely. You and get a certain a, amount of time in, and now I'm like booking one-way tickets and spending, you know, sick. time places. And, it's time for that. Yeah. As a creative, though, like, I get it because I, I, I kind of do it. Like, I'm not I don't even have a manager. Right? Like, we, we kind of, I kind of, the business side is like how I spend my daylight usually. And then I become an artist at night, start smoking a bunch of weed and make music. Mm. But like, there's two different sides of your brain being used. And you're, you're, you're obviously the guy that goes on screen. But you're also before that, the creative. Where where are the ideas coming from? You know what I mean. And I mean, yeah. Right now, I'm not gonna lie. It's been an uninspiring time. Okay. Like you would think that now is like the time. That and makes a lot I of sense. I thought too. I'm like, oh, like pandemic hits. I have so much time now. I can finally finish that movie I've been writing for like mm -hmm. years and years, and I haven't like done. But I've just been so uninspired. Yeah. And like. I've kind of had to force myself. I've been making moves on it lately, but it just like. Right. And but, but what's funny is I've been making moves on it lately. Now that I have like an end date and I have something that I have yeah. to do, yeah. I'm like, wait, fuck, I need to get it done before then. Probably how you're wired. It's how I'm wired. Like I need. I mean, you come from a YouTube culture. What were you doing? Weekly videos, weren't you? Yeah. So there was no fuck. You couldn't fucking miss. Couldn't miss. But that was also, weirdly enough, like a self-imposed. Um, yeah structure for sure it wasn't like anyone was on my back like you need to get this video up on monday no one really gave a shit except for me right? <laughs> you know like i'm the one that's like we need the video out and yeah. then it's like if i put it like i was so adamant about getting that video out before 12 a.m like worst comes to worst like, it needs to fucking come out on monday yeah or else people are gonna be pissed yeah and they would be pissed but in hindsight it's like yeah. Some of them come out Tuesday. Yeah. What's the big fucking deal? They'll see it Tuesday. Yeah. But I don't know. I think part of that, uh, you know, sticking to the whatever, the the structure of right. it is what made it what it is. Of course. Maybe you wouldn't, I you might not be, you know, if you didn't put yourself in a regimented thing like that, then maybe it wouldn't be what it is. Now. Yeah. You know what I mean? mean? That's the whole thing with, with uh, YouTube. It's consistency. It's putting out, like, you totally. know, letting everyone know you can expect this from me every Monday. Same in podcasts. Yeah. You know, same it's thing. same with everything. Like, episodes. Like, that's just how people absolutely want to receive things, which now, is why I like weekly releases of episodes. That's what we do on Real Bros. That's what I really wanted to do. Right. Mainly because, you know, we have all these Instagram accounts and, like, we have this whole character universe that we run as yeah, if it's I saw. actually happening Smart. in real time. So that was one of the reasons. But also, like, shit doesn't last anymore. Like, something comes out, everyone binges it in a day, and then it's done. On to the next. And then, like, a week later, you bring it up, and someone's like, oh, that's old. I'm like, dude, that's it's wild. a week ago. Come on, man. Like, show some respect to the people that spent years Took a year doing to it. Yeah. Like, don't call shit old a week later. Right. Like, I hate it when someone puts a song out like you. I hear a Drake song. I'll be like, yo, this song's sick. If you heard it, my friend will be like, dude, that came out like came out like five days ago. It's like, fucking wild. So fucking what? It's five days wild. ago is is recent. It's like, fucking wild. And and you know what? It's it's coming from a place of like when you say privilege, like the consumer's privilege given like where where the structure of content release is gone. Like mm -hmm. it's so oversaturated. There's so much shit. And it's all like if you told record label executives 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah, no. Everyone's just gonna pay nine ninety nine a fucking month, and all the songs are gonna be fucking accessible and free. They'd be like, "What do you mean? Yeah, how how does that even work? Like it, it's fucking crazy." Yeah, but the people who live in this generation and don't create, they're just consumers. They're not really thinking about like what it takes to make a song or like what yeah, goes into like, what it goes into a show. Like, yeah, it's just like oh, it's a fucking little. It's like a fucking magazine. You pick up, you put it down, and you fucking move on with your life. Right. You know. So it's like. Obviously, it's a beautiful time to be a creator. There's pros and cons to it. You know, that's that's definitely one of the cons, though. Like, I, yeah. I feel it all the time. I get, I work on, like, I've been working on, like, this next wave of music for years, two years now. Yeah. And I know very well, after three weeks, I'll start getting DMs. Yo, when are you going to drop something new? I'm like, what? Yeah. I just put out a fucking song three weeks ago, my guy. What I think is cool about music, though, in your defense, yeah, is that, Songs just will, out of nowhere get stuck in your head, you know. Yeah. And like, music is something that can that can really last if for you, sure. If you give people something to associate it, totally. With, whether it's good times or whether it's Absolutely. visuals or smells or whatever it is, like, so many things can remind you of a song, and then you're like, I gotta listen to that song right now. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Which, what's cool about music, I don't think it's really the case with like, you know, shows or movies as much. It's a valid point. There's a I think there is like, you could do both. Like there's songs that I've heard. I've been like, oh, I want to watch that movie again. Cause that's yeah, 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 movie. yeah. For sure. No, no, it's a valid point though. There's a certain, like it will put you right back in a city. If you were living at a certain city and that right. was your jam, you'd be like, oh shit. You know what I mean? And then, yeah. Definitely. That's valid. Even with smells, man. Sometimes you ever just smell something and you're like, yep. You're like a super specific memory. Yeah. And you're like, Utah, 2007. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And you're like, yeah. I don't even know what it was. You're like, maybe it was my like snowboard goggles smelled like this. And weird shit just sticks yeah. in your head like that. Facts. Facts. We'll be right back with You Never Know, You Know What I Mean, right after this urination break. Let's cut the shit. Here on the YNK Podcast, we like to promote products that help benefit your life in a positive way. Now, since Pornhub hasn't come knocking yet, we got the next best thing. Our friends at Liquid IV are changing the game. John Kilmer here with a fantastic new product. Now, here at the Stevenson Ranch, our asses love to get pounded. Your ass might get drunk, but our asses get pounded. And after a night of ass pounding, we... We just get really dehydrated the next day. All that booze the next day just dehydrates your whole system. You wake up, you're peeing bright orange. You're not feeling your best self. Now here at Liquid IV, they are changing the game. Uh, they have these these uh, little, little you can hear it, these little packets of powder here. You throw them in a one bottle of water. They're called the hydration multipliers. What that means is you throw one of these bad Larrys right into a bottle of water. It is the equivalent hydration of two to three bottles of water now when you're hung over as balls the next day i can't stress how important this is now our friends are running a very good offer today if you use promo code ynk when you check out you're going to get 25 percent off your entire order so go to liquidiv.com use promo code ynk get 25 percent off your entire order tell them steve sent you um what was it like at, at Arizona? I mean, Arizona's a real fucking party school, obviously. Yeah. What was it like being, I mean, dude, you were the tube guy. You were you were huge on the tube. I was. You were, <laughs> you were uh, if I think back to that time, what year was that when you really like started going hammer on there? Like, it was like 2011. Don't get injured over there. Yeah, there's uh, there's it, this these, only extends to here. These chairs, right? these chairs so are on their last. Lean there. They're on their last leg. You're not gonna be able to <laughs> lean. <laughs> um, no, that was uh, it was 2011 to like 2013. I dropped out. I actually just posted this photo of when I dropped out. It was like September 23rd. No, that was no, that was way too recent. Um, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I dropped out like 2013. As what, junior? So. Junior year, I was kind of like, once the video started going well freshman year, I was just so back and forth between school. I was like, I found something right. that I love, that I'm making money off of. Right. I'm still in school. Everyone's kind of saying, don't drop out of school. Like, you have that safety net. Like, you don't need to drop out of school to be a YouTuber. This is 2011. Like, people aren't influencers even, yet. Yeah. There's even no even still, people will say that they're wrong, but like back then more so than ever like that right. safety net is essential. this is before the word influencers was a thing yeah i saw an interview from 2013 where i say i prefer the word influencer and i'm like no jim you might be but this was like <laughs> <laughs> this is like like yeah. someone was like said someone said something like you're a youtuber or a content creator and at the time i didn't like the association and no one was saying influencer i remember and i was like i like influencer more and now like i hear the connotation of influencer i'm like Take this down, but um, yeah, I remember, I remember, I remember you like always being aware. It's kind of how I felt about Mike Stud once I got going a little bit, like being aware of like I'm more than a YouTuber. I don't like that association. Yeah, you know? it was um, just everyone like you know. I mean, this is the case with everything. Like everyone wants to put you in a box mm -hmm. throughout your whole career. Like totally. you start doing one thing, you're in that box, and then you're trying to get out of that box, and then you're in a bigger box, but it's still a box. It's like, <laughs> you're always just everyone wants to box yeah. you in, and everyone wants to believe that that's your thing. Yeah. So in college, it was just a constant battle to not be the frat guy. You yeah. know, I made a couple. I made some videos making fun of frat guys and. You know, poking fun at like guys I knew that were just ridiculous characters. The ironic part is, I I knew you like I knew you right like right when I met you. I was like, oh, like you're not like that's the character you play. Like, yes, you, know, you were you in a frat. You were in a college. So disappointed. No, you know, I wasn't. Everyone was like, oh. I actually liked it. 
I actually appreciated it. <laughs> so more. people were like, I taught my my one of my best friends brings this up all the time. Like I said, I said something to him one day, and he was like, he was like, yeah, it really stuck with me. Where you were like, you have yet to realize that I'm not the guy from those videos. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, dude, that's mm -hmm. like. It's just a character. The problem was, though, in everyone's defense that did think I was that guy, I was calling myself Jimmy. I used my fucking name. Just, I'm like watching these videos like, dude, just call yourself Todd. Yeah. You know? Steve. Steve. Just call yourself, <laughs> you know, Devlin, whatever, man. Yeah. Something else that yeah. isn't your real name. Yeah. Because then people come up to you, they're like, I'm like, ah, I'm not, you know, that's not really me. And they're like, oh, are you not? Your name's not Jimmy? Dude, chug a beer. I'm like, no, it Yo. is. It is Jimmy. Oh, you're not. So you're not like actually a yeah. frat then? Well, no, I'm in a frat and my name is Jimmy, but I'm playing a character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your argument's done. Yeah. Yeah. But so, I mean, the whole like college experience was like, I probably enjoyed the attention for like, I don't know, an hour. And it happened on spring break where like my video, first video blew up. I started getting recognized and then I got annoyed real fast. And I was like, fuck this, dude. This isn't what so I So you want. got annoyed right away. I got annoyed right away. I was just like, it was just an inconvenience to Love my it. friends. Like my friends were all of a sudden being put in this position where people would come up to me, completely ignore them, hand them a camera. Like as if that's their job. You know, just be like, oh my God, let me get a photo. I'd be like, okay, sure. You're and then they just guy. wouldn't even look at my friends hand him a camera and I'd be like, yo, yo, like that's, that, that's not his job. Like have my your lifelong friend. friend. Yeah. Like don't just hand him <laughs> a phone. Like as if he's yeah. my fucking best friend right there. Spot on man. So then like when you're playing a character like that, that's I'm known on the internet for being like, mm -hmm. you know, this like frat character. Right. Like, the characters that are coming up to me are treating me like that guy. Absolutely. And that, those are the guys I'm making fun of. So it was, you know, like kind of like a, an oxymoron. A weird situation. <laughs> By the end of college, I was just kind of, I was so paranoid on campus. I was like, I had bought this douchey, loud Dodge Challenger that I'm, <laughs> I'm like embarrassed to be ripping around in. It's like loud. I'm like trying to like drive like <laughs> quietly. I like feel the eyes. Everyone knew my car. I'm like, yeah. you know, people are just, I'm like walking around campus with like a hat super low and people were asking me like, I thought you dropped out years ago. Everyone thought I was like a sixth year senior. I'm like, dude, I'm 20 years old. Yeah. So I just like, by the end of college, I felt like I just needed to get out of there. I just felt like I didn't, like I just felt so out of place. I think most people would be shocked to hear that. Like even me, I'm, a, I'm shocked, but I'm also, as I, I think about you and I know you, it aligns. But like, <laughs> you know, like, at that age, to not relish in like the ego of like what I'm doing, people love. Yeah. You know, well, I think it was it was so crucial. The people that I surrounded myself with were like my homies before that. Yeah. So they didn't give a fuck about that. And they honestly kind of didn't like that because it was It helps a lot. There was I mean, you know, there's perks to it, but it was like annoying for them, like they couldn't really hang out with me at these parties. I'd be getting like, people would be asking for photos the whole time and they'd be like, dude, this sucks. Like, we just want to like do what we were doing before. Spot so on. that kind of like put me, kind of kept my head on, the, on my shoulders right because it was just, I didn't like get caught up in it. It wasn't like I was with these guys that were enabling me to turn into like this, you know, which I feel like you see with so many of these influencers now oh, where man. it's like they surround themselves with all these like fellow clout chasers who are trying to piggyback off what they were doing and like, you know, make things like, all my friends were just like, we're college students. Like, we're not trying to, like, be famous off Jimmy. You know, we just want our buddy to be, like, happy. Right. So that was crucial. Yeah. You know that. Absolutely, I mean, it's, man. it's just crucial to surround yourself with, with good people, especially during a time like that. So I, I will always have a lot of love for those, those my, my college friends that were I mean, around me during that time. Was Christian with you then? Yeah, I mean, Christian was, he, we were in the same fraternity. Okay. Um, we were like, you know, we've always been, we've always been, been boys, but right. we were never like, you know. Super tight. Then. Super like best friends. Like, mm -hmm. you know, we were kind of in different like friend groups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get um, it. But he but was. like, you know, we were always, we were, we were, we were cool. Like right. we were always friends. And he was helping you with the stuff in some regards, right? Yeah, it was, yeah, that was like. the, the and... We mainly hung out doing right. videos. And, and stuff. still doing stuff together now um or in some aspects in some yeah i mean real bros yeah we're still doing together yeah um 
Yeah. That's cool. I haven't really done done much YouTube stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lately. get it. I get it. Why would you? You know? Yeah, I mean, I still want to. I'm just doing other shit. And and, and it's also like now I'm kind of at this point where I'm like, I'll, I have all these ideas and I'm like, I almost feel like I'm wasting them on YouTube because they're all bigger ideas. Like they're more like show ideas and like, mm-hmm. I want to put this in an episode. I don't want to make this into a sketch. Right. Because I feel like so many of my sketches, like, I don't know, like, it's, like, take the sleepovers series, for mm-hmm. for example. Fire. We did these seventh grade sleepovers for, like, five years. Mm-hmm. Everyone loved them. Just a YouTube series. Mm-hmm. We wanted to turn it into a show, make it a legit thing. Someone beat us to it. All of a sudden, there's another show about seventh graders mm. playing them, their seventh grade selves in the year 2000. Ours was in 2004. So it's almost like, I just feel like, same with tweets. It's I get like, what you're getting at. It's like you're putting shit up for free that could just people can swipe and use it for their bigger things, and I want to use it for the bigger things, not them. Mm-hmm. Smart. I think you're fucking right. I've had that thought about tweets, too. Like, I've tw- a lot of times I allow to tweet certain lyrics, and I've, I've actually had that same experience on a smaller scale, but I... Definitely, I've definitely had that same feeling. It's smart. I think it feels more like fair game. Like you see a meme, you see a it's tweet. Out. It's out. It's, there. That's there. That's like that's that's owned by the public, and it you is. can like take it and public domain. Put absolutely. it into their thing. Yeah, it's a valid point. Um, are you feeling like you're don't have enough time in your days? Right now, just in general, not now. I uh, mean, yeah, now you probably do. Now I have so much time. Mm. Um. I'm actually about to go back to work in, in like a week. When you say go back to work, just being on set, you mean? Yeah, I'm doing a, an ABC pilot. Cool. Um, so it's like, you know, be yeah. shooting something. Um, yeah, but work is like just at home going through ideas and, and formulating. Before like you, the you pandemic. You spend a lot of time at those early phases, though, like creating an idea and formulating what it looks like. Right? Yeah. I mean, before the, before the pandemic, I was like, I was stressed as fuck. Like we were finishing writing this. The middle school series um, for Quibi mm-hmm. um, while I was finishing the edit for Real Bros. So I'm like editing from like, you know, nine to six and then write, go, rushing home and we're writing from like six to 10. Mm-hmm. And that was just, I was so stressed. So you're an early riser? No. 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 Yeah. I so, will when I have to. Yeah. But if I don't have to, I'll wake up at 9 30, 10. Yeah. Which I've heard is late. Yeah, in my world, it's fairly early. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's all perspective. Thank you. I just I've been hanging out around, around a lot of people. All the that wrong think guys. That's pretty late. Yeah, no. Nah, and I'm not. like, I think that's a good time. Pretty good. I feel like that's right in the middle, right yeah. where you need to be. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Like all the shit you're saying makes a lot. Of, it's it's crazy how how many of the things you say. I, I, there's a lot of alignments. Um. I gotta talk before we go any further. We got to touch on Bourbon Street, don't we, guys? No, no. How about this? We can touch on Bourbon Street, and then we put this story to rest. Let's put it to rest. Have we we spoke about it before? I just feel like, you know, everyone's always giving me shit about this night on Bourbon Street. (laughs) Dude. Every time I run with you guys, it's like, man, remember when you you fell asleep at the strip club? And I'm like, give me a break, dude. No, I've never drank on stage before. Dude. It's It's more pressure. You, uh, oh, it is. And the fuck, it goes down like, it feels like it's water. It literally tastes and feels like water when you drink it on stage. This is my first time going to one of your shows. All of a sudden, I'm on stage. Everyone's cheering for me to, to drink. Chug, chug, chug. I'm 21. Yeah. I chugged. There we go. Wow. Oh, we actually, look at this. These things are great, by the way. I look, mean, at, look at that vinyl. No way. <laughs> wow. It's for you. Wow. The real bros chug, bud? Yeah. This is huge. Yeah. Huge. I love this. Groundbreaking stuff. Oh my God. Um, I love this packaging too. It's good, right? Man, we're, we're fucking killing it. With wow, that. dude. Doing well. Look at that. You gotta love that. You just gotta. What is it? Zonder? Xander or Zonder? Uh, Zonder. I mean, Z- it depends who you're talking to. Huh? It depends what region you're in. <laughs> yeah, it depends which region. I'll go with Zon. Zon. Um, but dude, uh, wow. To that. this day, I have a very clear image of Jimmy Tatro mm-hmm. um, that lives on with me forever and ever and ever. Uh, it is, what'd you say? Oh, we have it up here? No. What, the laptop? Oh, no. Let's take a look at it. 
fucking look at it. Where is she right oh, here? Man. Oh man. Look at these assholes. <laughs> Girl grabs my dick on the way out. All right. There he is. Oh, going down like water. <laughs> yeah. Here's the progression. And the, the beautiful part is this no longer exists on the internet, so that's, that's, that's a good thing. That's great news. I mean, if this isn't what life all is all about, I don't, I don't even want to know what it is about them. Oh, boy. Look at how young you were. That's post beard. We'll cut that out. Yeah, we'll cut it that, out. That's got to go. We'll cut it out. We'll cut it out. Yeah, this right here was the image I was talking about. Yeah. The half eye, one eye open, one eye closed, <laughs> being force fed a corona from a stranger, <laughs> being force fed corona from a stranger on Bourbon Street. And dude, for me, like this is what solidified a lifelong bond. <laughs> because we, because we never, like this is our first engagement as human beings. Like this is our first, this is the first go at it. Someone going this. Just going this freely uh, means a lot to me. Yeah. I uh, really let loose. Yeah. Is there an ending to this? Let's, let's watch it to the end. Look at Blue. <laughs> Blue's still the same. I think that's, that's it. Good. That was one of the, at the time, Fuck, I think that good. was the drunkest I had ever been. And, uh, and I wear that as a badge. You of just honor. gotta say, good, great, good thing it was on camera. Yeah, you know, of not everyone has their drunkest experience on camera. You know, it's you're, looking, you're looking at a group of guys who has. <laughs> um, when you watch that, you're like, oh fuck, or are you like, wow, that was uh, that was amazing. Uh, a little bit of both. I'd say I, you know, erring more on the off oh, fuck side. Um, early on, it was you know it was fine the dancing and then but dude it's fucking seven years ago yeah and then yeah I was twenty one in New Orleans by yourself like filming a goddamn movie twenty two Jump Street with fucking rock stars like that's how you're supposed to do it don't fucking don't even don't even have one grimace towards that okay All right. and we'll cut well I'll send it to you and we can edit it out if you don't love it but yeah uh, <laughs> but that image is something vividly I just remember in the edit I was like that guy what a guy and then. <laughs> We went, like, Bourbon Street is Bourbon Street, too. If there's one place to do it, yeah. it's that. I mean, I've gone back there and had very, very similar. We've replicated that night just with a new crowd. Do you know what's funny is that whole, I was in New Orleans for two months, mm -hmm. staying in a hotel room mm -hmm. for two months. And, you know, that was the wildest night I had, for sure. There were some other nights that, you know, mm -hmm. I was there for two months. Yeah. So when I left, I was like, I don't think I ever need to go back. <laughs> For real, though. To Bourbon Street. That's how you feel when you leave. And then my buddy had his bachelor party there like two years ago. And it was still too early. I was still like, I, don't, I still don't feel like I need to go back, but it's my friend's bachelor party. I go out. And then once I left that time, I was like, it's going to be another 10 years. It's over. Yeah. Maybe, maybe forever. <laughs> yeah, maybe forever. <laughs> yeah, it's a dark place, but an awesome place. Yeah. There's a, there's a slight undertone of darkness and energy, like... You might party till failure and like have some things go on that you really regret. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. there's also a little twinkle in the air, a little magic. You know what's funny? When I went there for the bachelor party, some guy rented a house. You know, yeah. Like you know, his his best man rented a house, right? And uh, twenty dudes. You know, this is, I think this is maybe three years ago, and I'm like, I'm not at a point in my life where I want to be in a house with with you know fifteen. I think it was like eighteen guys. A lot. You know. Like, let's talk about the towel situation. Yeah. It's not a cock and balls okay. just running around the house. Let's talk about how are we drying our hands, you yeah. know? Little things like that. Yeah. Just the simple That people stuff. don't take into account when they book these kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And it was funny, like, everyone's like, yeah, the house is sick. I'm, like, silent in this group chat, just like, fuck, God damn it. <laughs> and, and everyone that showed up to the house, w w first thing they said is, oh, damn, you guys are in a bad area. They... <laughs> you were in the trap. I shouldn't even say this, but the oh, drug dealer showed up and goes, damn, this place, is, you guys are in a sketch <laughs> area. The strippers showed up. They go, you guys are in a pretty bad area. And Sheesh. we're like, okay, guys. Let's, so you're in a dope house in a bad area. Could, pretty bad uh, pretty bad recipe. I would. It wasn't Not, dope. It was big. Big. Yeah. Yeah. Huge, but, huge discrepancy there. Oh, man. Um I want to say we ended at a strip club, you sleeping 
remember you woke up in my buddy's room too or something right like you, you just crashed with us i believe i was off with yeah that was i woke up just i remember some so kind of confused debacle. yeah yeah so no confused idea. and i woke up uh yeah next to one of your buddies yep like romantic yeah <laughs> face down fully clothed shoes on mm-hmm. and uh woke up and i was like where's my phone and i logged into someone's phone and did find my oh. phone and it showed up in baton rouge 72 miles away i remember that and i was like what the absolute fuck were we in baton rouge and you guys are like no 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 we were like the hangover rouge. like i'm like do we so we didn't go to baton rouge so i get in my car print out MapQuest directions because my phone is there yeah. i like contact the person who has my phone so i'm like i like dropped left it in a cab and yeah. some girl was like, yeah, I just, it was in a cab. So I just like bought it home. I'm like, thanks. So I, I drive, I drive at like 7 a.m. Yeah. Definitely probably not a good idea to drive that early. <laughs> you were definitely still intoxicated. That's either here nor there. Um, Allegedly. And I show up in this gated community in Baton Rouge. Nice. At this girl's parents' house. And I like knock on the door and she answers. She's like, hey. I'm like, do you have my phone? And she's like, yeah, hold on. Gets my phone, gave it back, thank you, and... She's like, by the way, thank you for last night. <laughs> thank you so much for last night. <laughs> oh, man. And that was... No, I wanted to bring it up because that's... Those are the types of things... There's, there's, a, there's an evolution we talk about. Let's get to this point because then we can, kind of end, we can kind of end going down this mountain of adulthood at the top and that well not even at the top the adulthood's on the other side of the mountaintop Mm -hmm. um yeah but you know maybe it's not maybe it's not so yeah i think maybe you know it's another range i think so too i think you know we've been talking a lot lot about mountains today yeah i mean life is like mountains it is you know it's a lot like mountains it is i had a fucking song called closer the video was literally the concept of closer is like when you run you get to the top of a mountain you look at the view for a second the end of the video is me looking back and realizing there's a whole other mountain to climb. So literally exactly Once that. Once you get to the top of the mountain, you can see the other mountains, mountains and you realize you're not even on the highest mountain. Philosophy by Jimmy Tatro. Um, but uh, now, I mean, look, I look back at those times. That's an amazing time. There's a lot of time. There's A lot of my times have been and partying and that element, like these are the memories. That's why I still to this day, I allocate time to party. Are you partying still or are you just kind of kicking it? I mean, I'm just kind of kicking it. I'm, I mean, I'm like, you know, I'm, it's I'm also still- It's also coronavirus, like we're not like, there's not yeah, I mean, major but even before that, I was like kind of out on like- Yeah. I just wasn't enjoying parties as much. I like, mm-hmm. you know, like partying with like a small group of friends yeah. and like, you know. I'm getting there, man. I'm, I'm older than, than you, but I'm getting there now just like, ah. Yeah, I just don't like being around, and I've never really liked being around like a bunch of people I don't know. But more so now, I'm like, I just want to be with my friends, right? And like, if the night escalates and we're, you know, it escalates within us. And yeah, just, yeah, yeah. You know, turn, we're just you dancing. have you had le- you have less ego out of the gate than than I do as a man. Like, we I think you're from California now. I'm starting to make sense. I think a lot of people that grow up here have have an earlier process of learning about like perspective personally. I grew mm. up in New England. Right. Where, like, like I'm going to try to fuck the hottest girl in the high school. I'm going to try to be the best athlete. These are the cool things. Like if you say something, I'm going to fight you. You know, like these types <laughs> of things where it's like, it's fucking foolish to look right. back at now. Yeah. But even when I started getting attention, I wasn't sick of it an hour in. Right. I'm getting sick. I got sick of it like five years in where I was just like, wait. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and it started, it actually started guiding my decisions in a good way. Like, that's why I've stayed independent. Cause I, I like walking down the middle of the beach, man. Yeah. I like walking right down the middle of the beach. And I've, I've been, you know, I've been, you could call it lucky or just wherever I've landed, I've been behind the curtain of like A list famous people. Mm-hmm. It's a tough gig. <laughs> it's a fucking tough gig, man. And you've, you've been around it, obviously, more in controlled settings, probably like on set and stuff, been around A list guys. Do you wanna be, you're doing something that makes you a public figure, makes you publicly recognized, right? Yeah. But you're at the same time, right out of the gate, you realize you don't want to be publicly recognized. Or you don't enjoy that aspect. Yeah. I mean, here's what I will say is people are more respectful now. 
at the time, it was the the way people were coming up to me was disrespectful mm-hmm. and a complete breach of my personal space. Now that I've kind of been doing this for longer, there's more of a respect factor where they don't feel like, you know, you see some meme guy and you're not assuming like people come up to him and he has to deal with this a lot. You're just like, holy fuck, dude. You know, but like you wouldn't go up to Mm -hmm. like a super famous person and like be a dick. And I'm not saying I'm a super famous person. Right. I'm just saying like people have gotten more respectful. With that being said, I don't want to be... I, it's, it's not a goal of mine to like leave my house and like have to worry about paparazzi and stuff. Like that doesn't sound cool. I like being able to do stuff and, you know, do normal stuff. And I think no matter how famous you are, I think there's a way to conduct yourself that kind of doesn't embrace that. It dictates how people treat you in a way you feel. Yeah. like Like I think like no matter how famous you are, like you can still lay low. Right. You know, like you can just That's a good point. go do normal stuff and just not make a big fucking That's deal a good point. out of it. You know, like if you're walking around with security guards and shit and like. Yeah. Those are the guys that want the attention. Right. Oh, I mean, that's not necessarily true. But yes. Also, a factor that living in LA, this is the place where you'd be less bothered by Here, people. Here in New York. Yeah, people don't really give a shit. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, there's just so many celebrities around. And th- well, let me rephrase that. In New York, they don't give a shit. In LA, they act like they don't give a shit. But. Put yourself back on the campus of University of Arizona or in, or in PCB spring break. The real bros fans are probably going to run up to you and be like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it probably would be that, right? Like, mm-hmm. you just don't frequent those places anymore. That's true. Like, so there, I'm not at Mango Deck in Cabo yeah, anymore. Unfortunately. And I'm, unfortunately. <laughs> and I'm not at Squid Row. I guess I'm not. I'm no longer going to. Uh, yeah, I'm also no longer going to, like, hot spots. Yeah, yeah. So... This is part of the uh, the adult mountain we're climbing, you know. Yeah, you know. I mean, I think I I just want to keep going to get to a place where I can just, you know, make the things I want to make with the people I want to make, enjoy and yourself, be able to make them the way I want to make them. That's you know, that's all I want to do. I think anything else that comes with that is just you know, something you got to kind of deal with or work Absolutely. with as it as it comes but it's never yeah a goal yeah the the what happens from all that it, stuff isn't the goal it's the it's the result it's the of, stuff yeah 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 which i feel like not to just keep rambling no, is, no, this... is just like what annoys me about a lot of the internet culture right now is that there's just like this whole world of people that want so desperately to be famous but they don't even know what they want to be famous for. They just want to be famous. Mm-hmm. And then you got all these kids following these people whose goal is to be famous. It used to be when you're, you know, if you have like a following or you have a platform to say things, you had to do something to get to that point. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like you could just be friends with someone who's super famous. You could just be like, you know, friends with a Kardashian or like someone that's like has a a following and then next thing you know you got all these kids listening to people who are hot you're spot on you're spot on you've always been kind of and i've I've admired it and i i mirror it i mirror it in a lot of ways it's fucking part of why i'm leaving you know um it's an interesting time to be around this shit and like i've i've seen a lot of it up close and personal i think even more personal than you because you've distanced yourself from it but you made a cool point about it's 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 about the process Mm-hmm. you know what i mean and and that's that's where all the all the importance lies for you mm-hmm. and the end result is what it is i was actually just talking to someone about this and i think it's 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 interesting because like all the moments in my career where i felt like they should be a high point whether it's a premiere or like going on jimmy kimmel or like all those moments you know getting home from like the critics choice awards where i got nominated like all those moments that you have an expectation of feeling like I've reached an, the next level are always disappointing in the moment. It never feels, you never feel mm-hmm. like fulfilled in those moments. Mm-hmm. 
because there's an expectation. It's like partying on New Year's. Like it's never going to be that good <laughs> because it's supposed to be the best thing ever. Yeah. The best moments in what I do and what you do come from when you're working on something and you finally put the finishing touches. Or maybe it's just a moment that you like perfect in the edit or in the in in the song where all of a sudden it flows and you're just like, yes. And it's yeah. that serotonin rush where you're like, this is why I love doing this. It's because of what you're making, not mm -hmm. because of the recognition. And I so people always are like, you know, how do you feel? Like, you just had this premiere. Like, mm -hmm. don't you feel amazing? And you're like, I love this. No, I feel depressed. I feel sad. Just feel a little I sad feel and empty inside. Sad right now. Like, after I went on Kimmel, my mom was like, you did Kimmel. And I was like, Mom, ah, I'm so, I'm so mad right now. Yeah. She's like, why? I'm like, I don't know. It's just like, it's just, this is, you know, I've talked just about, do it. You get back in a car, you go home. Like Yeah, really well put. I've talked about this a ton in less articulate ways probably, but or in less simple way of, of like, of, of saying that. But it, it really is that, man. It really is that. It's, there's a little bit of a rattling perspective to it when you get to a place that you've, even if it wasn't your end goal or wasn't even your drive, when you get to these like landmark benchmark places like a Kimmel or you know a premiere or something that you made out of your fucking head out of thin air and it turns into and then there's this that expectation you talk about, but when you experience that, you said sadness or dude that that's that's like something I really went through like I the the realization that the shallowness of some of the things that I that I was like striving for, even though it wasn't, it was never my main thing. Like fame has never been my main thing ever or the attention. But you, when you experience that, it unlocks a whole other level of wisdom. It mm -hmm. does. Because until you do, Jim Carrey said, I hope everyone gets rich and famous so they realize that's not about being rich and famous. Mm -hmm. You know? And until you get there genuinely where you cross that bucket list of, hey, I'm, I'm now financially stable. I'm now, you know, whatever it may be. You have that like kind of, not the ultimate success, but in that realm and you realize it, it's fucking rattling, man. Mm. Because you, you realize that like, wait, what are my value? What are, you know. You realize it's just a perception thing. And it has nothing to do thing. with how you feel. You don't feel fulfilled. Maybe people see you differently. Maybe it like the way people think of you is differently now that you've been in this situation. But. Mm -hmm. you as a person don't feel any more fulfilled in those yeah. moments at least for me and at I least feel the exact same for you which is why like you know so many of these people that you think are so successful i'm happy some seem so sad mm -hmm. and you're like why are they sad like they're killing it but it's like you think they're killing it mm -hmm. everyone thinks they're killing it the whole world thinks you're great mm-hmm that doesn't affect how you actually feel. Yeah, at all. if anything, it, it actually can be dis disenfranchised yeah. a little bit. You know, it's it's a fucking wild thing. That's why I love having these conversations, man. And, and I every time I sit down with somebody, I mean, we haven't seen each other in a few years. Mm. Have you rebounded from the ass kicking I gave you on the ping pong table, or no? You're still climbing out of that hole. Oh man, <laughs> I should have known this would come up. You know, that's the whole reason I called you over here, just. Talk shit about I mean, it. I'm down to get a game in. I haven't played it in a minute. I have been playing some tennis though, so maybe that, you know, just to piggyback trend. off the adult thing, I've been playing tennis <laughs> lately. Um, I've been getting a lot older and a lot whiter. Yeah. Um, Doesn't you, you know? <laughs> hey, whatever. No, but uh, yeah, I'm down to play. Are you? Is, I mean, are you still doing an illegal serve, or do you like? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's still yeah. doing that. My success. My success is built upon that foundation. <laughs> It's built on the illegal serve. It rests on the foundation of illegal serve. Uh, I'm dead. But man, uh, there's so much more we could talk about, but I know you're a busy guy, and I really fucking appreciate you coming. Getting this guy over here has been tough. He's a fucking busy guy. He's a globetrotter. He's also... Well, I've just been out of town, you know? Yeah. And I'm about to start a quarantine for this show. Yeah. What's next? What's what's next? What's right on the, on the docket? It's a... Uh... This ABC pilot that I'm doing, I'm not sure how much of it I'm supposed to see. Yeah, yeah, you don't need to. But uh, okay. it's just a pilot I'm doing. It'll be, it'll be fun. For uh, for the fan, for the Steves, this guy's one of us. He's been on stage chugging beers as uh, 
as often as he possibly could be. You know, whenever he was available, he'd come in. I mean, it's been two or three shows, I think. He once, he once, I remember this one other image of New Orleans. Kilmer's like, yo, what's up, man? Normal Kilmer, Torrance Born fashion. He's, you said something that like kind of stuck with me forever. It's weird. It's, you're, you're probably going to be like scared of me after this. Like, this guy loves me. Um, <laughs> this guy's been thinking about me a lot. Like, <laughs> Jeez, dude, relax. <laughs> you said something. Uh, you go, yeah, dude, everyone just fucking peaks at a fucking Mike Stud show, bro. And you're like, <laughs> we're back to mountains. What the fuck? Um, and uh, you said this shit. <clears throat> And I was like, he's fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> In a non-cocky way, I'm like, yeah, no, this is what this is what this is about. Though. They're there to peak. They're everyone's peaking. This is what this is about, though. It's like, a collective peak. Yeah, it's a collective peak. Yeah. And when you got everyone peaking in one room, that energy you leave with and take from it, honestly, no all bullshit aside, like we've partied our ass off on tour, and I will going forward, probably forever. But I've found like peace and solace. And the fact that, like, we genuinely, like, we're there, like, trying to have the best fucking genuine time we could everywhere we went. Didn't matter who was there. What I mean, the first show, New Orleans, it was like a House of Blues side room, wasn't it? Like, 500 people, just a bunch of kids jammed in there, sweaty. Yeah. I want to say we ran up because our fucking, didn't our bus break down? I think so. We, like, ran up. We were late. You pulled up right at the same time. Um, but, yeah, like, when you said that, and I remember in the episode, I was like, he's fucking right. You know, and it like actually helped dictate. Yeah, it just like it just put it in perspective. Like that's what it is. It's part of what we're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's part of like it's an experience. It's Peaking. a concert, but it's it's more. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, appreciate your support and your and uh, overall just passion for the culture. Because uh, that that guy right there with the one eye open, <laughs> one eye closed, drinking a Corona, that's my kind of guy. <laughs> and we can grow past it. We can grow up. It's my kind of guy. <laughs> Cut from the same cloth, me and that guy. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. Thanks so much. Appreciate you, man. You're a rock star, sir.